Hello everyone, this is Shefalina Z and today we're cooking up something different again, we're not in the kitchen, but we are creating something delicious here with Ali Jewel, who is a sex and intimacy coach. And you might be wondering like, Alina, you're a chef, why are you talking to a sex and intimacy coach? And you know, when you think about food, like food is the most intimate thing you can have because it goes into your body, right? It becomes your cells, it becomes your organs, it becomes your thoughts. It becomes your feelings. You feel differently after you have a steak with mashed potatoes versus when you have a smoothie or a salad. And um, a lot of my clients I've noticed would have resistance towards eating clean, resistance towards feeling good. And it's like deep, deep, deep down. They just don't believe they deserve it. And I wrote a book about, it is called Single and Hungry about food and, and self-love. And I touched the surface of it because it's a book, you know, I can't go deeper on a personal level with each individual reader because I don't know that reader. That's why I created Couture Nutrition. That's why I work with clients, but I work more uh, personally, but I work more on, um, you know, about food, but Allie, she and I worked on something for me and um, it was just so transformational. And she really dug so deep that I didn't even know, like I had this resistance. I mean, I knew I had resistance around something. I didn't know I, what it was, but so if you're relating to this, if you're listening, like you have resistance around, you want to feel better. You want to have a great body. You want to have energy, but something in you says, no, you don't, or no, you don't deserve it. Or no, it's not for you. Um, if it is about food, because most of my listeners are about food. But if you're also thinking about that in your life, you know, like relationships are not good for you. Happiness is not for you. So this is what Ali is here for. So we're going to just flow. And I want Ali to just share some, what she does and maybe share some magical tip that can help you now. Um, this is not a ad, but I do strongly recommend working with her because she's so worth it. I mean, nobody ever, honestly, I've worked with so many people. Nobody really went that far in and helped me just change my whole outlook. So not that I had a bad outlook either, but like, you don't have to struggle too, too much. You can have a good life, but if you want to have a great life, um, and we all have resistance around something, right? So welcome, Ali. So yeah, let tell you. us what you do. How can people get started? How, how can we help them to feel happy? Yeah, first of all, thank you for that beautiful introduction. Thank you so much. That was lovely. I appreciate that. And yeah, so as you said, I'm a sex and intimacy coach. And I love, love, love helping people, you know, create the juicy, hot, passionate life, but also one that they're hot and passionate with themselves first of all, right? Because it's yeah. all about the inner love that comes first, which is a big part of what you do through nutrition and eating. I just do it on a different level. I just do it more on an emotional level um, and a physical level inside of that as well, right? Like really the intimacy part of really appreciating ourselves so that we can be the best version of who we are when we come into relationship with another individual. Yeah. Or whether we choose to remain single and solo on our journey, like that, that's all beautiful, but just have fun with it, right? Like why be in suffering? So that's a big part of what I do is really help people step into that space, really own it, claim it, everything about it. And yeah, and I, I, I was going to say, like when you say that a, a while ago and maybe for a lot of people listening now, there's, that you must hear a little resistance voice, like, no, that's not for me. And if you, yeah. you know, and that's what you work with. And that's just so amazing because that's the last little bit of resistance. 
Yeah, you know what? And everybody has that resistance, right? I mean, that's natural to have that yin yang energy throughout life. Like where there's one thing that we want, there's typically always a polarity, like with food, like I want to be healthy, I want to be fit, I want to be whatever this type of body shape, but then there's a resistance, but it's like, hey, but I also want to enjoy life. And I also want to go and party. Exactly, with my exactly. So there's all these things and same thing with our intimate life. We have, you know, I, may, I want to be in a relationship. Oh, maybe I don't want to be I want my independence. I want this, I want that. Or, um, you know, whatever it is that comes up, like, oh, I got to have these exams, but I and I want to study and I want to have this degree, but I really don't want to put in the time, energy and effort. So there's always a polarity that exists inside of that. And in life, anything around that, as you know, like we're mean making machines, right? So we add meaning to something. And then because of that, there's an emotion that gets attached to it. And just like you, you know, anything in life that comes at us comes into our head because we filter it through here, right? And then we suppress it emotionally into our body. Mm which ends up happening where we're eating or where we're conditioned, you know, around the eating part, I can go into a whole section on that around, around the emotional eating and how we've been taught growing up, like, you know, Oh, you're crying. And what does mom or dad do? Oh, let me give you an ice cream. Let me give you something this to stop you from crying. So then we realize we become, Oh, cry. I get food, cry. I get food or your team wins the game, right? Oh, let's go party. Let's celebrate pizza. So again, celebration food so there becomes an emotional attachment to it so a lot of what I do is you know understanding what is the polarity first of all what it is that people want and then learning to integrate that polarity is one part of what I do also helping to release any kind of trapped emotions whether it's trapped trauma inside of the body any of the emotions that come in like I say when we have information that comes in and we store it emotionally and it gets stuck inside of our body. And a lot of the work that a lot of different coaches do, it's, it's cognitive and it's great. Don't get me wrong. We need to understand what we're doing, but what still gets left and still remains for a lot of people because things come up time and time again, is there's still emotion that's trapped at a cellular level into our body. And yeah, like the yeah. work that you do with healing with food, I just do it in a different way of healing inside at a cellular level sorry yeah and you know i the reason why we wanted to do this podcast i have a client friend who says you know i really want to lose weight i want to work with you and can you help me and then she's like but you know she doesn't want to and Mm -hmm. so we were talking about it and she's like yeah i totally get that i have resistance and how do i get through it because I want all those things. But then at the same time, if I feel sad, well, she didn't say this, but I'm just saying like, if I would feel sad or somebody else would feel sad, you eat. If you feel happy, you eat. Like if it's a lockdown, you eat. If it's a no lockdown, you go out, you eat. And um, how do you find that balance? And how do you let go of those uh, whatever thoughts that created the feelings that are sitting in your body? So like if somebody's listening and they just want to dip their toes in it. it. Yeah. What can you do? Um, maybe share some things that people can start doing right now that can help yeah. them feel better, at least like get them on the road to feeling good. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, I mean, I usually walk people through a practice because it's easier if you're kind of in your space, in your zone, closed eye. But what people can do is uh, one thing, which is a hallmark of what I do is really finding pleasure first inside mm. of our body, right? We're so accustomed to finding pain. 
We're so conditioned to finding where is the pain that's residing in our body, the resistance about having a healthy diet, about being in relationship or whatever it is, or it's the water cooler talk around, oh, my knee is killing me. Oh, my back is killing me. So we're so accustomed to finding pain. So where can you even right now, even if your listeners are listening, just do a closed eye process and really like a, a body scanner, right? Where you're at the airport and they're scanning your body, just scan through your body. And where can I find pleasure inside of my body? Where can I find mm. that sensation of pleasure inside of my body? And pleasure may just be an absence of pain. It may feel like just an empty space. It may feel like tingling. It may feel all bubbly or butterflies, but just begin to notice where that is inside of your body. And then can you put your focus, your attention there? And can you expand that? Mm. Can you make that even bigger, even brighter? Right. And then continue to expand that into other areas of your body. This is part of that healing at the cellular level, too. And energetically, you're just allowing the energy to begin to move through your body at the same time. So there's one way of just bringing pleasure inside of your body. And we do this a lot, too, Elena, especially in the space of intimacy, because so many people go numb in certain areas, or they go outside their head, outside of their body. And then orgasm can become elusive to them. They cannot be present in the moment around intimacy. So it's really about bringing people back in. Mm. And same thing, same thing, Alina, when it comes to eating, right? Because when we go emotionally outside, we're not present to what, oh my God, I'm just going to devour this whole bag of chips, or I'm going to do this whole bo- you know, box of cookies, which I've definitely done in my days as well, but I'm not inside my body. And I'm not just taking a breath to be conscious of, okay, let's just get pleasure inside of my body. Just bring back body awareness and just grounding and what is it that I really want and kind of coming back to what is it that I remember of who my truth is and what it is that I truly want right now in this moment. So there's one way that's just about bringing, bringing yourself back into your body. And another quick but before, before, before yeah, we move on, I just, I just want to emphasize how important it is because, um, you know, if you have a pain somewhere, you're like, oh my God, this pain, this pain, this pain, this pain, this pain, and you have this all day. And then we never go, oh my God, my leg feels so good. It's not hurting. My leg, my toe, my right toe feels just good. There's like absence of pain. So it feels good. Let me just focus on my right toe. Like we we think it's ridiculous, right? Like why would you think about something that feels good? Like that's how it's supposed to be. But I think that's that's the challenge because if you think something is supposed to be that way, you're not giving it your focus, then it might change. And what we focus on expands, right? So why not focus on what does feel good instead of what doesn't feel good? And it just such a, it just feels like, you know, I want to show you a really quick yeah. little, little exercise for those who you, you are doubting. Um, if yeah. you go like this, um, you interlace your fingers and you notice which finger, which thumb is on top. And for me, it's my right thumb. Okay. Then you switch it and you notice your left thumb now is on top of whichever thumb, how weird it feels, right? It feels really weird to interlace your fingers the other way. So you hold it for a couple of seconds, then you go back to the first way, and then you go back to the second way. And all of a sudden, the second way does not feel as weird as it felt the first time. 
And I think that's how it should be with any practice. Like at first, it will feel weird to be like, oh, there's no pain in here. I'm going to be happy about it. That's weird. But then over time, I think when you practice, it can be such a beautiful thing. You know, and Tony Robbins and a lot of people say like, notice color red, what's red around you. And then close your eyes. What was blue? You didn't yeah. even notice what was blue. So start noticing the absence of pain and the pleasure. And then you start yeah. seeing it everywhere too. Yeah. And it can be a pleasure-based eating practice too, yeah. right? So where if you're struggling with like, I really want to be healthy and I want to change my diet and you're associating pain to that instead yeah. of pleasure, there's your polarity because you're associating being healthy as having to give up something that you feel is a food that you want to eat or whatever. And you're associating pain to that instead of a sense of pleasure around it. So what if you could find more pleasure in your food, in your choices, yep. and then that pleasure-based practice of just, okay, now I'm eating this asparagus. Now I'm eating this, like this healthy meal and the pleasure in preparing it too. Because some people feel like, oh, it just it takes too long to prepare something really healthy. Well, what if you had music on? What if you had like you were dressed up and you had something fun and you were just like, and it became more of a pleasure based yeah. practice around the preparation of all of it too. Like just include so much more pleasure in your life around everything that you're doing. Well, and- that's it. That's yeah. exactly what I t- teach my clients. So I was I was talking to two clients because one was like, oh you know, she lost weight and she's feeling great. And the other one is like, oh, what have you been doing? Can you do the same thing for me? And I said, well, I need to talk to you about the details because what worked for someone is not going to work necessarily for you because we found things that worked for her. And she's like, okay, well, tell me what I cannot eat. I'm like, no, it's not about that. Because if I tell you what not to eat, it's going to be painful. But if I tell you to add things in that bring you joy, that feel good and make you feel good physically as well, then the whole process is going to be much more pleasurable because I would never want to take away someone's favorite foods. I want to add to their favorite foods, some other new favorites and make it fun and make it easy. So like the whole process is pleasurable. And that's why I've been having good, you know, I can't say good success. I was having success. I'm having success with clients and good results, great results, because they don't take anything out. They're like, oh, I can still have this. I can still have that. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, I don't have cravings for it. That's weird. I'm like, well, you know, that's exactly how it works. So. And sometimes it goes deeper too, right? Like in the process that we did with you, Alina, remember we really kind of started with like getting into some of the emotions around it. And then, you know, a little bit of a story around things of like the story we're telling ourselves. And there's sometimes there's something that's even deeper that it's really not about the food, right? That there's something else that's happened in our life. That's really, there's a goal there there's in that particular space of what we did with you. It's an aspect of who you are. And it's, there's a goal behind that aspect because we have all these different aspects around yes. who we are as human beings. And it's like, what is that goal that the yeah. aspect had for you? And sometimes it might be more at emotional level where it's emotional eating. It might be, well, maybe the goal is to keep me safe. Maybe the goal is something different that it's, yeah. you know, it's keeping me protected or it's keeping me connected to myself or like there's something else that's there. And then it's realizing what that goal is for you and finding that so that we can release any emotional attachment that comes along with that. And when there is that release or integration, well, I mean, you can speak to your own process as to how you felt afterwards. 
it's, it releases this trapped energy inside the body as well. So that now you have more freedom to be able to choose. Do I want to choose this or do I consciously want to choose that? And you know, I, I, as you know, um, and the listeners and yours might not, I did not have anything traumatic happen in my life. Like I, that was the challenge because like nothing bad happened, but it it was just like a little tiny thing that I didn't think it was a big deal that it was just an overall, whatever. I don't want to get in details of my story, but you don't have to have anything traumatic. It can yeah, be just because a, trauma is different to everyone. Sorry, right. but trauma is different to it's everyone. True. So your uh, your definition or your experience of what you've had in your life, you can't compare it to anybody else's of trauma. Course. Yeah. So yeah, whatever has happened, it's traumatic to you because there's an emotion or something. Right. But I didn't even know it was traumatic. Like it feels like it was a grain of of uh, sand. It was so tiny. But then you know what happens to a grain of sand? It becomes you know pearl, and you know it can become into a snowball if you put that pearl into snow. Um, yeah. So it really doesn't have to be anything huge. But if you are listening and watching and you're thinking something is resisting and you're like, oh no, that's not for me. It's never going to work for me. Well, that's the voice that's trying yeah. to protect you. That's, that's exactly the reason to go into this. Because I think if you list everything in your life that you want to have, that you don't have, and if it's a list that you feel like, oh, I want to have those things, but those things are not for me. Like this is when, where this work comes in, right? The same with food and the body, like, oh, I want to have, well, obviously if you're 50 years old and you want to have a 10 year old body, you know, it's not going to work, but you can, like, I've, I, my uh, body composition scale says that I'm 22, 23 years old right now. I've gained some age because I've been uh, um, eating a little too much, I think, and overindulging going out with friends. But, you know, um, you can reverse aging, you know, you mm-hmm. can reverse so much and it is possible. There's like 80, 90 year old people that look like they're 50. So everything is possible. A lot of things are possible. So, but it has to be believable to you. I think that it is possible for you. And if you have resistance, what else you said, there's a second exercise you can, um, you thought of that people can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even just something that's very simple right now for, again, for people that are listening, I always love to do is a closed eye because then it, you know, we're typically visual creatures. So our attention can be taken elsewhere. So if you really just close your eyes and if there's something that is coming up for you and you're thinking of a particular instance or circumstance or emotion, find out where that is in the body. Right, and just begin to locate it. And you can begin to define what the color is, the sensation, how big it is, how old it is. And just be clear on where it is and then go into the center of it and find the exact center of that emotion. And this process can take a time. So it's about holding space and patience for the clients. And just bring your awareness into the very center of it. And you notice over time, and I won't take up the whole podcast, that you'll notice over time that it eventually it'll begin to dissipate. The intensity will begin to dissipate. The size of it will begin to dissipate. The colors will begin to fade. And just continue to stay with it and stay with it. 
and stay with it. Could be five minutes for you, could be an hour. But just stay present to it and let it dissolve. And you can just continue with that practice. So when it's completely dissolved, mm, maybe it comes up again tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow you notice that it doesn't have as much intensity to it. It doesn't yeah. wait for you. And then you, again, you just go into the center of it and allow it to dissolve inside of you. Those are just a few different quick little ideas of people, you know, things that people can do on their own too. And a lot of the practices, like the one that I took you through over time, it could be something that you could learn to be able to do on your own as well. So there are things that people can walk away with. Yeah. As well, so yeah. no, the thing is so helpful. And it's important, I think, to address our emotions because they do come there as for a reason, like every single thing happens is inside our bodies and inside our hearts comes from for a reason to protect us, to keep us safe. Usually the things that we think are negative and bad, they're protection and we need to address them, talk to them, sit down with them, you know, have a conversation, have a cup of tea with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's funny that a lot of times like people will eat and they will pass completely like eat the whole box of cookies and the time will pass and they will not even think about it. And um, it's like mindless snacking. So I've been actually practicing mindless exercising. Like if I'm laying on the couch instead of eating mindlessly, because it's like, I don't even pay attention to how good it tasted. I'm like, why don't I just work out on the couch and mindlessly will pass the time and not notice how painful or whatever, you know, some leg rises were because I'm watching a movie of my mind is somewhere else. So I think if you do need to, have like this mindless experience of something choose to do something productive with it because there's also benefits to that like the reason why i'm bringing it up is that the mindless eating is trying to tell you you need a break you need to not think you need your body to be occupied with something to move that energy and you need to be doing something that is not consuming you so it's mm-hmm. distraction so i'm like okay well that's a great idea. Thank you so much, mind. Thank you so much, heart. Uh, let's do something productive with that. So yeah. let's have and that sometimes there's more energy to the, the negative part or something else that's pulling us in a different direction or our thought versus how can we make this more pleasure filled? You know, yeah. how can we make this easy? That's, that's one of my favorite questions is how can we make this easier? How can I make this easy? How can I make this exercise easier? How can yeah. I well, I spell easy with a Z, A-Z in it. because I'm like for people who are lazy for the who have crazy lives and who want things easy with a z um you know that's that's my middle that's my initials a z lazy um and easy you know you you do a a life is so hard for so many of us um at times all the time whenever I think just if we both you and I can make life for people easier then that's the, I mean, that's why I'm here. I want to make people happier. And usually when you make things easy for them, they, they feel happier. So I feel happier. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why you and I align too, right? Because we've both said that in our conversation is like, that's what we feel like we're both here for is to help people bring that happiness, that joy factor, that pleasure filled. Well, I mean, that's what we came to this planet for. We didn't come here to suffer. We came here to have an amazing experience and that's all by choice. Yeah. It's totally by choice. So 
You know, why not find the tools? Why not find the things and the people that can bring that, you know, sense of health, sense of happiness, sense of joy back into your life? Because exactly. you and I have been on a path in our lives and we know where we've been in the past. So we know that we want to do something different. That's why now we want to be the teachers for other people to and, the conduits to help them. You know, I was thinking about this a while back, like a few years ago, and I thought, why am I here? Like, why am I here? And what came to me is I'm here to have a great life, just enjoy life um, and eat brownies and ice cream because it's part of my life and help people because yeah. I, I don't want to just have a good life and enjoy it and not do anything with um, other people's happiness. Like I want to contribute to them. So yeah. but I want to eat ice cream and brownies and you can have your brownies and ice cream in a way that will love you back. And, you know, I'm all about foods that love you and having relationship with foods that love you. And then maybe one night stand with foods that are not so nice to you long-term, but once in a while they're fun. Yeah. Uh, so it's all about balance, but the, yeah. the key to it all, I think is what you really do teach and get people to go through is to, show people that their deservingness of it because you know in my book I talk about how to tell yes you deserve it on a cognitive level you know like oh yes totally I deserve it but the feeling of it the actual belief it has to be done on one by one one on one with somebody like you who goes on a much deeper level yeah, there has to be that, that head heart alignment is what I always like to say. And I think that was part of my journey in life where I felt like I was not living in alignment and I was not living alignment with my head and my heart. And when it just came back in, I was like, oh, this is living. Like it was just like, boom, like just sunk into my body. And it was like, yeah, this is where love is. This is where presence is. This is where joy is. And like you, I mean, you felt like what your purpose of coming here was ever since I was a young child, honest to God, Elena, I always have felt like I came here for love. And I know that may sound corny and I think that's a song or something, but truly that is a song. Okay. And I just feel like I seriously came here for love. I'm just, I'm a love bug and I love when other people feel like they're in love with themselves, they're in love of life, they're in love with people that are around them and they're just really enjoying who they are as being. So I feel like my mission on this planet was to come here and spread more love. And I never knew, well, maybe I did know subconsciously at a very young age, I think when I was like 13 or something, I thought I wanted to be a sex ed teacher, but, you know, kind of grew up that good Roman Catholic girl, put that aside. Never, I became a scientist, worked for big pharma, you know, was a scientist for over 28 years and then stepped into, and I life coach for also for 20 years. I was life coaching, fitness coaching, business coaching. And then when I came into this and as Tony says, you know, our relationships is the greatest source of pain or pleasure and pain can often be where people go to for food, right? So as you said before, but it's, so I'm on that other part of how can I help you with the pain and bring more pleasure into your relationships? Mm. So you and I align in the way that we do things. We just do things a little bit differently. And like I was sharing with you, there is a part of my program where we also get into the healthy eating because we become our erotic detectives and we really go into our diet. Like what is blocking you? What is blocking you as an intimate being? What is blocking you in that place from really tapping into your vital essence and your sexuality 
And what are those blocks that are coming up for you? And sometimes people just don't know. And sometimes it's diet related. Sometimes it's medication related. Like you got to see the same thing, right? For people that are wanting to be on a healthier plan, uh, want the weight loss, but it's like, wow, okay, just then what what are you eating? And what meds are you taking? And what, what's your lifestyle? Like, so it's all all-encompassing it's yeah all and you know you're saying you came here for love i'm like what did i come here for what? ice cream yeah i came to this planet <laughs> for ice cream i mean that's what i'm doing and but it's it's uh i have if i have ice cream you know and it's um actually we're gonna i think wrap up with this thought and um for me ice cream and um, you know, brownies, but let's talk about ice cream in particular. It makes me happy. Okay. It makes me happy, organic, you know, healthy, clean ice cream, for example, makes me feel happy in my body, make me feel happy in my soul. What do I do when I'm happy in my soul? I want to make other people happy. Like it genuinely is my nature. I want to make other people smile. And so by eating ice cream, I contribute to other people's happiness because I get to pour from my overfilled cup of joy. And that's why this work is so important for everybody who's listening and watching, because if they are not focusing on their own happiness and joy, how can they possibly give joy to other people? I think if you're thinking you want to be a better husband, better wife, better child, better parent, you got to do this work for you and find your pleasure and your joy as a contribution to other people. And sometimes like I'll take a walk just to clear my head. I'm like, I'm doing it for other people because I can be a better person. I can be a better coach. I can be a better chef. I can be a better friend, a better daughter. Um, so all of this stuff, it's not selfish for anybody who's thinking, oh, you know what? It's too expensive because, you know, Ali and I, we're both expensive and it is an investment, but it's not just an investment in you. It's an investment in other people. And even if you just do this work, we're sharing this for free right now, taking our time to share this. If you take this time, even, and you think this time is selfish, I could go and do other things. It is not selfish. You have to, have to, have to fill your own cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the right things, uh, with the joy, with the pleasure, so you can give that joy to your community. And in my book, and Ally sent it to you, so you should be getting it soon. Uh, the Thank dedication you. is um, the Lao Tzu quote that if you want to be, have peace in the world, there has to be peace in the countries. If there mm-hmm. has to be peace in the countries, there has to be peace in the cities. If there's to be peace in the cities, there has to be peace in the families. And if there's to be peace in the families, there has to be peace in your own heart. And so this world peace, you know, I, I get so much anxiety sometimes thinking what's going on in our world, what's going on in our country, what's going on in our city. Like there's so much. Yeah. And I'm like, what can I do? How can I contribute to world peace? And I know it starts with my heart. When my heart is full, I can share it with others. And so I really encourage everybody who's listening to take care of their own hearts, to fill their own cup with love and then share that love give it away share it share because the more you get it the more you share the more there is so yeah absolutely and we say being in pleasure right is just finding that pleasure within you and just like you say expanding that because when you have that already within you it's so easy to radiate and other people you don't even have to be in you know close proximity people can get it energetically by just seeing you and yeah. just how where where you're really taking care of yourself yes. and your body the foods that you're eating everything overall health you know it's that whole wheel of life and if you're looking at every area of your life and you're just, you know, doing little bits here and there to make certain that you get yourself into a very healthy, balanced place. Yeah. And then let that shine out of you. 
literally so like I you can be you Ride can be walk, with you you can be walking down the street and just radiating and smiling people will be like wow that person is happy and they will feel a little joy versus someone who's mean and yelling and screaming that can dampen somebody's day so if you think someone walking by you and saying something rude to you can ruin your day imagine what the opposite can do when someone says to you you're beautiful you're wonderful or just look at you and smile and um, another quote that I love is from Aerosmith. They say, remember the light inside of the tunnel could be you. Mm -hmm. So be the light. We're going to finish up with that and get in touch with Ali. I'm going to post her information in the YouTube video and in the podcast and highly recommend she's doing uh, webinars too, right? Yes, I have so one tonight um, and next, well, I don't know when this will air, but it'll be on Thursday evenings at 8 p.m., probably perfect. for about the next three weeks in a row. Right. I'll post it um, and then we'll have put the link so everybody can go and check it out because I highly, highly recommend um, the work. So thank you so much, Ali. I really appreciate yeah. you being here. Thank you, Alina. I appreciate it. Till later, guys. And send me your questions. Ask Alina. Uh, we're focusing on food, pleasure, joy, anything that brings joy to life. So send them away. Looking forward to doing more. Till later. Bye. Bye.